1: podcast is about sex. If you're faint-hearted or easily offended, you might not want to listen, but you should. Join me, Tracy Cox, and Kelsey Chittick as we share honest and real sex advice on this award-winning podcast. Tracy is an
0: international sex educator and author of lots of books about sex and relationships.
1: Kelsey is a podcaster, comedian, and author who is getting out of her comfort zone both in the bedroom and in these conversations. Each week, we answer three anonymous
0: sex and relationship questions sent in by you, our listeners, and nothing is off limits. Here's Sex Talk. Hi, everybody. It's Kelsey and Tracy on Sex Talk. Um, Here we are, episode four, season six, and we're almost halfway through the summer. Tracy just got back from a wedding, and I'm going on what some people think of as a lifetime adventure and that is a royal caribbean (laughs) cruise with my two teenage kids my father and his wife and then i assume a lot of older people and hopefully some younger people possibly a single man that i will fall in love with on a boat but come back you've got to come back
1: i'm gonna come back alaska she's going to alaska
0: we're going to Alaska which I have heard is the only way to see Alaska so that makes me feel better. The chances of getting norovirus or covid are about 99% because okay, we are you've, got, you've been vaccinated. I know. We're all fine, but I just I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be funny. I think um there is like some dancing that we do like the Macarena and the electric slide. There's parties like that which I really enjoy where we all get together as as a as a boat.
1: An electric slide? What
0: is that? You don't know the electric slide. It's like you cross your legs, one, two, three, and then you turn.
1: No? You're talking to somebody who only dances when incredibly pissed in their own lounge room.
0: Oh, God, I can't wait. I love to (laughs) dance more than anything. I'm looking forward to the cruise. I'm going to keep you guys posted. I'm hoping to find love on a boat. And if I do, we'll talk about it. I I mean, who knows what could happen? Who knows when you're in the land of Alaska with grizzlies and mountains and kayaks Ooh. and buffets. Exactly.
1: Especially the buffets. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so let's move into, we've got some good questions. This first question, Tracy and I have already talked about. It's kind of long, so I'm going to try to shorten it. But this is, um, this is actually something I don't know the answer to. And I don't really know how you fix this, but I think a lot of guys feel this way. So I'm going okay. to have my heart opened for this one. Okay. I've listened to every one of your podcasts and I often identify as the bad guy. I like to watch porn. I have a social media account where I follow a few rather exhibitionist women and dream of going to a sex club or a nude beach just to watch. I do all of this in secret because my wife doesn't know, but I never engage in any sexual activity with anyone else. I do this because my wife of 25 years doesn't have the same sex drive or sexual interests as me, and she won't even talk about sex. I want to be a decent and honest partner. So after listening to your podcast, I stop doing all those things. I 'm resolved to be the good, if not frustrated husband i'm a good, caring guy, and I love my wife too much to hurt her. Your podcasts have really brought that fact home to me, but please, what advice can you give me to keep me on the straight and narrow?
1: I found that so incredibly sad, didn't you? I just feel like it's like it's common I think it's very yeah, common it's very common very, very common, and just lovely that he loves his wife so much that he won't hurt her, but also can you really kill? a part of you that gives you so much pleasure. By the way, for the record, I have never ever said that watching porn in secret is bad. What I've said is interacting during porn, like webcams and, you know, excessive use of porn is a different story. But just the average person passively watching porn in secret, 99% of the men do it loads of women do it most sexist relationships survive only because people do it so please don't ever think that I've told you not to do that so you can readopt that habit immediately now I I know this sounds like I really 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 if ever my I wrote my latest book great sex starts at 50 was for people it's for this couple and this, he might want to buy it for his wife. I doubt she'll read it. She might be terribly offended, but I think he should read it because he will get a really good perspective on why maybe she's gone off sex because of menopause. I'm assuming he's about 50 because he said 25 years. So please buy the book and because don't give up. It might give you a new perspective, might give you some ideas on how to talk her back around. But can I just say, I mean, I'm not sure. Do you think he's saying he's not having sex at all or he's just having infrequent sex is probably a bit boring I would say probably very infrequent I mean I have friends who have not had sex in
0: years with their husbands and they have what appears from appears from the outside to be good marriages but it's like and maybe you can talk about this because she might have this but it's like the longer you don't do it the weirder it gets Of it's so weird to have sex with someone you live with that you are basically friends with and I mean we talk about this all the time they become like family Mm. a lot of times for the woman you look at your husband as like a a family member you love them you mm, you care about mm. them
1: but you don't want to sleep with them and and 25 years is a long time it's it's a quarter of a century do you remember that horrifying statistic which i was horrified when i found out this is coming from one of the world's most reputable sex experts she said 30 percent or more of people who've been together more than two years not 25 years two years are officially in sexless marriages as as in they're having sex less than six times a year these are people who've been together two years you've been together 25 years so if it's any consolation they're certainly not alone I tried to find stats on how much sex people are having 25 years in and there was nothing reliable at all but anecdotally I can tell you that everybody I know who's been together for that long probably isn't having any sex
0: I mean, and I'm just a regular woman that's, and I'm trying to think of how I would felt with Nate. Nate loved women. He loved women's bodies. I never felt in competition with what he wanted to see or what he enjoyed seeing. We never really talked about porn. I assume he looked at it a lot when he played football. I assume that he looked at it when we were married. I never felt like he was comparing me to them. I felt like what we had was something different than what mm. he was getting from
1: yeah, exactly whatever.
0: Exactly. If he went to a strip club or if he went to Vegas and they partied. I just it didn't make me nervous because I was like, well, that's I don't do that for him, but I do have a wonderful life with him, and I have wonderful children. But if you want to go to a strip club with your buddies in Vegas for a bachelor party, I have no problem. So I, Mm. I also would encourage. I didn't either.
1: I've never had a problem with anything like that. No. be interactive. I wouldn't want yeah. them to have a lap dance. That's different. That's interaction. A hundred percent. Just going and watching and, you know, fine. A nude beach. I
0: mean, I think everyone should go to a nude beach. I want my kids to see a nude beach. It's disgusting. It's not at all what you think. It's hilarious. <laughs> like it's the most funny. It's the most unbelievable thing. First of all, you're like, damn, those people are confident because you mm. think, oh, if you go to a nude beach, you must have a hot body, like a model. Nope not a chance. You go look at a nude beach, you will feel so good about your body. You'll be like, why have I been worried?
1: I know. Do you know, um, Miles was out cycling, my partner, and he ended up in the middle of a naked cyclist event. How he did this, I don't know. And he's got (laughs) shown all these videos of men just riding their bikes with no clothes on. And if ever you were worried about your penis, you should watch this video. Because I mean, talk about different shapes and sizes and everything. It did it honestly, every man should look at that and they'd feel a whole lot better about themselves. Yeah. So he should I mean, this
0: this man, first of all, what a good guy. What a good hmm. guy to write. What a good guy to love her. I think you can go a little bit easier on yourself. I think you can you can watch porn if that if it's you're not addicted to it and it's something that turns you on and it you enjoy it. I think you can go to a nude beach. And sit there and just enjoy yourself. And I think you could tell your wife. And if she freaks out, it might be a good discussion of saying, Hey, can you help me? I adore you. I'm willing to give all this up. What are you willing to give me? Because I don't yes. I want a little bit over here. You want to be left alone and I don't. So how can we meet 50-50? Um, I don't want to hide this. I want to be like, hey, I'm going to the nude beach, and you'd be like, Great, I'm going shopping with my girlfriends. Yeah. She might be cooler than you think if she's so adamant about not being into it.
2: Yeah,
1: I totally agree. And I I would say most people stay on the straight and narrow by having solo sex, watching porn, masturbating, Mm -hmm fantasizing, using sex toys. And if you were listening to the other thing, talking about prostate massage, you know, you can get incredible prostate massages. You might want to explore that on your own. You might want to explore some really cool strokers, male masturbatory sleeves, just to liven things up a bit. You are not a bad partner by doing any of these things at all and also you need to masturbate men need to masturbate regularly because you've got to keep your penis up and running you've got to have blood going through those those chambers and orgasms are really important for men the more orgasms you can have the better your heart there is so many really good health benefits for men you know and women but more so for men actually now is she if she's not up for sex is she up for no effort sex as in maybe watching while you masturbate Or is she up for low effort sex? Now, interestingly enough, by that I mean you do something to her and she doesn't have to reciprocate or she does something to you. Now, men find this hard to believe, but plenty of women that I know who are have just gone off sex for whatever reason, low desire, painful sex, bad body image or whatever are still very happy to give their husbands a hand job or oral sex so long as they don't have to give they participate because they're just not interested in sex and that you no matter what I say to them, they're not interested. So you might find that she's if you give her a different package of a way to look at sex, she might find she's more interested in it than you think. So they are some options of what I would try, but please don't try it. I mean, you're not going to become a monk. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to the, yeah. And also like, like Tracy said, most women
0: will lay there and not move like a dead fish. That was one of my favorite positions. And Nate was like, any chance you could move? I'm like, not today. Today, there's not going to be any movement, but you are more than happy to have sex with me. I'm just not going to, I'm not going to roll over and I'm not going to say a word. Every now and then I'd be like, oh Yeah. And he'd be like, "That's not real." I'm like, "Oh, let me try again." <coughs> oh yeah, you know. But you know, sometimes a guy just needs to have that physical connection. I feel totally opposite now. Now, and it's, I feel like I have this unique experience because I was the, I was not interested for mm. twenty years, and now I'm super interested. So it's really important to know that life experiences and life, you know, where where you are in life really matters. Because if you had asked me ten years ago, I'd say I'm not a I'm not a sexual person. But I am, it turns out I really, really am. It just wasn't in that situation. It didn't, it didn't work for me that way. So for her to don't feel like you're
1: stuck. It's, that's not just how you're going to be forever. It's just how you are now. And maybe, I mean, I'm sure if you listen to every episode, you've heard us talk about how lots of women go off sex because they're bored. What sort of sex have you got on offer? I bet you probably do offer interesting sex. I Read the book, it talks about body image, it talks about how menopause may affect her, it talks about how women need more erotic sex, it talks about how, you know, Exactly the friend factor, the sibling factor, we get desensitized. It turns into you know your lover turns into a friend and then all of a sudden it's weird, as Kelsey says. So there's so many factors there that you could still be working on. Don't give up would be my thing. Don't give up yet. don't give up. and also
0: remember that you can change and if you if you guys talk about it, it will get better. She won't talk though, that's the problem. She won't talk. yeah, you guys got to talk about it or something. I don't know. I, I think the real question is to ask her before anything starts is, why don't you to want to talk about sex? Mm. And is it because she's afraid you're going to want to do it? Or is it she has something against it? Does she have some history that is bad? But what is it that keeps her from wanting to discuss it? That's the first question. So mm-hmm. good luck, buddy. Mm. You're a good dude. Yeah, we like get, you. Get to that nude beach and knock your socks <laughs> off, okay? How up?
2: Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical
0: costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. All right, next question. I love sex, but worry constantly about whether I smell okay. What do men really think about how women smell? And what do you think about using vaginal melts and douching?
1: Mm. okay well I would say the overwhelming majority of men find the scent of a woman's vagina a major turn on not off they really do they find it so erotic and I mean from so many guys I mean I've interviewed so many men and women over the years about sex and so many men just say part of the turn on of giving her all sex is that smell it's the smell of sex it's getting up close and personal and they absolutely love it so I would say most men think it's an aphrodisiac having said that the smell of a bad like if you don't have a clean vagina or you have a vagina where you do have something going on there like a discharge or some kind of odor problem which needs to be seen to that is not a pleasant experience. Now, how do you tell which which sort of side of the fence you fall into, fall on? You just stick your fingers inside and give them a good old smell. That's the <laughs> only way to tell. That's how you tell. Do they smell okay to you? If they smell okay then, I mean, I know what my vagina smells like. You would as well. Most women do by the time they've got to any sort of like past 16. So just smell. Does it smell okay? If it smells okay, then, you know, you wear underwear that breathes, wash with a soap-free cleanser, you know, skip the tight jeans now and then and you're probably fine. If it does smell weird or you think it smells weird, go to the doctor and get a checkup and just see whether you've got some kind of fresh or um, what's that weird thing called? The one that makes you smell like a fish. It's, I've always Oh, a oh, uh, yeast infection. No, that's just thrush. That's fine. But there's one that's, that that makes you. It smells like fish. Love. God, damn, yeah, it's called. Crazy. A, I can't. I know. I know how to spell it, but I don't know how. Anyway, <laughs> it's not good. You don't want it. But it's apparently if you have it, you absolutely know you have it. I, I tell my daughter
0: this, and I think and our girlfriends. We always talk about this. Like if you are about to make out with a man, whether it be your husband or you're dating. I always believe it's best if you've had a night, if you've been out for the night, or if you're going back to someone's place. It's best to take yourself to the restroom and take a little toilet paper with a little soap and water, and just freshen up a bit.
1: Mm. Yeah, but you know what? Women think that's a great idea. I've had so many men say to me, "Oh my god, I wish women would stop doing it," because you end up with bits of loo roll stuck. Well, don't. Well, don't do that. Don't.
0: Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Check and make sure, but. I I cannot I just I would have to be fr- I mean you can you just have to be fresh or I th- I think you have to be fresh as a woman because it makes you more comfortable. Because mm-hmm. if you're thinking about does this thing is this thing on? <laughs> if you're thinking that you can't relax. So do whatever it is but you yes, you need to test first. Test first, sex later. So I think it's yeah. important that women. There's also so many great products now that I've found over the years like Honeypot. I don't know if you guys have that. In London. No. But it's just a great wash for your vagina. Is it soap free though? It's soap free and it but it balances your pH. Right. Okay. That sounds okay. I used to get yeast infections, but it it really helps with that. So I think
1: there's products mm. out there that you
0: can kind of start to treat your vagina differently than you do your underarms.
1: Yeah, but see, I'm I'm kind of anti pretty much everything except just a basic soap-free cleanser. And you have, I've heard yeah. other people talk about honeypot. But things like anything on Goop, forget it. Like vaginal steaming, for God's sake, what the hell was that about? I would about? never put a steamer in my vagina. Well, that's what, I it mean, it's no ridiculous. Of course it makes no sense. But vaginal melts... Often flavoured vaginal melts were all the rage a little while ago. They're basically little suppositories, but melt of course sounds sexier, that are full of natural oils with fragrances and flavours and stuff inside them. The idea was that you're meant to insert them the night before and then you wake up with this wonderful wet vagina or you insert them just before intercourse and you know, there's this shot of moisture. I mean, the fact is, they just irritate the hell out of everybody. Because as you said, that you deli- know the vaginal pH is so delicate, anything irritates it. Anyone prone to thrush or any kind of irritation should avoid vaginal melts. And if you have a vaginal dryness problem, just go and get some vaginal moisturizer or some lube without any scent or flavoring in it. Douching, it sort of goes in and out of fashion. It's tends to be more out of fashion now but it's basically squirting a liquid inside your vagina that often has vinegar baking soda antiseptic or fragrance inside now it does absolutely nothing other than cause cool odor because what it does it flushes out all that friendly bacteria which stops you getting an infection and by the way douching will not stop you getting pregnant some people do it thinking it's going to wash away the semen yeah seriously or and it's not going to stop you getting an sti either so, you know, it's it's quite interesting about Dishi. It comes in and out of favor. I've always heard it was awful. Oh, yeah, I've always heard it was. Never, it wouldn't even occur to me to do it.
0: Yeah, I've never heard someone be like, "I love summer's eve." Like no one's ever <laughs> like, I "Don't." I think the vagina is a very special spot, and so you have to treat it very kindly, like you do your eyelids, or you mm, know, it's very delicate. It's a delicate place, and it has a delicate ecosystem. So mm-hmm. you want to leave it alone as much as you can. But I do think you need to you need to get in there, get in there and clean her out with the right products. But just like Mm. in the the shower, you don't need, it doesn't need to be a whole private thing. So good luck. And I
1: think, yeah, so I think just stay healthy if you're worried at all. But generally, men generally like the taste, I'm sorry, the taste and the smell actually of a healthy vagina, a clean, healthy vagina. So you've got no problems. Do the smell test and see how you get on.
0: (laughs) It's really classier and classier. Two fingers inside your vagina. That's Tracy's Advice for the week. Okay. Last question. Why do men like to orgasm on their partner's breasts? My boyfriend of three months recently expressed interest in doing this. When I pressed him for details, he said he didn't intend to be humiliating, just finds it erotic and fun to come somewhere nature did not intend. But I still don't get it. I'll tell you where he got it. He got it from a rap video or a porn. A rap video? Or a porn. Like... What rap videos do you do? Know. I know. I feel like that's something that would be like with a hip hop song, <laughs> and you'd be like, all right. I think that would be, I think if you're wondering where he got that idea,
1: it was from porn. It wasn't from church. Of course it, do, it was, but it's quite common. It's of common. Of course. And it's not, I don't think it's dire or misogynist. I don't or think it's anything. I did a quick poll around all the men I know at a because this question came in and I thought, mm, this would be good to discuss. And they all said the same thing. They said things like, it's manly. You can see the semen, it's on display. Look at how many babies you can make with that mountain of semen. It's just, and also, can I just tell you, most men ejaculate half a teaspoon of semen? Half a teaspoon is not impressive. Yet, why do men insist on saying how much came out did much come out yeah do do you have men say that what is wrong with you who cares how much came out it's it's the caveman me make babies thing And that's one of the reasons why men really like to see the ejaculate because you can see it, it's in front of you and you're meant to go, wow, look at all of that. So it's to do with all this. I think it's the breast thing. I think the breast and the semen to admire, it's admiring himself is, is, is sort of a, a great combination. And he's, your boyfriend says it's not humiliating, but that is, there is something degrading about it. And that's all part of it. You know, this is, you know, what does Esther Perel say? What turns us on at night are the things that we march against during the day. What we would do in a moment of lust, we would never admit to anyone else. And I think, you know, BDSM, this is the S, this is submission. This is being degraded, being someone's sexual slave. It's not something that we admit to. People might say to their girlfriends, "Oh yeah, I really like being tied up," but no one goes around and says, "Actually, I really like it when my boyfriend degrades me by putting semen all over my breast." But it's it's just as common. It's just not the one that we talk about. Right?
0: I'd rather have semen on my breast than be tied up. Personally,
1: Would just you? Oh God, yes.
0: I don't like to Why? be trapped. Well, because I can't no, get okay. out of the ties. I can wipe. But that you can semen get ones that
1: you can just rip off immediately.
0: I don't know if I trust them, but keep going. <laughs>
1: I, some women also like this because it makes them feel powerful. It's like, my God, I've rendered you know I've rendered him powerless. He can't control himself, that sort of thing. But on a, on a practical level, Kelsey, it can help stop pregnancy because if you can't, if you don't want to ejaculate inside her because of fears of pregnancy or or STIs or something, it's quite a good safe sex thing. If she wants to give you oral but doesn't want to swallow, it's also a sort of sexier alternative than you know him just doing it on the carpet. <laughs> yeah, I think I think for this
0: girl, don't worry about understanding it because it's a man's thing. It's and if you're okay with it, let it fly. I don't think you have to worry about it. I don't think it's anything strange no, or weird. I don't think it means anything. No. I don't think it means anything. Actually, I think what we, it's what we do in high school. Most of the time, if you're having sex and you don't want to get pregnant, they come on your stomach. So I guess he, as you get older, maybe they just move up a little higher to your boobs. <laughs> I don't. I think that that's, that's a age-old, uh, preg- it's called the pull-out method, and yeah. they just pulled out a little higher. So I wouldn't worry about it.
1: No. no. And on another classy note, <laughs> we'll <Podcast>. say
0: goodbye. <laughs> yeah. We would like to thank you for your attending. I just want you all to know that it's amazing how much we don't talk about in person and with each other, but we talk about it over drinks at dinner, at parties, and we talk about it on podcasts. But I do think it really matters. And I hope our our girls, my daughter's age, it's so much less hush hush. Because Mm -hmm. most of my friends and I we're just learning about this now. And we're learning how to talk about it now. And it's a little late because now they're all married to their family. They're their husbands. God,
1: Kelsey, can I say, cause you often say to me, oh, it's not talked about in America, certain parts of America. And having just been to America, we were in middle America for a bit of it. It was like, oh my God, I'm in Kelsey like yeah. territory. And now yeah. I get it. Now I get it. You just can no see that, it there's no speaking of it. it's nothing. There's no
0: sexual vibes that are out. I mean, in California, you'll get it in LA, you'll get mm. it in the cities, but you're not going to go anywhere in the South and have people talking about this out out loud because church is you don't do this you don't and if you talk about church and sex it's done from a biblical view which is a man and a woman for children Mm. well let me tell you what you're not going to get if someone does that on your (laughs) boobs a child (laughs) that's a non-child experience so exactly thank you so much i hope you guys are all having a great summer i hope you're having great sex and um we will see you see
1: you next week that's right take care bye Thanks for listening to Sex Talk. If you'd like your question answered on the show, send it to us at sextalkpod.com. So that's S-E-X-T-O-K-P-O-D.com. You'll find info about my books, sex products, and more sex advice at tracycox.com. And that's Tracy with an E. If you like this podcast, please send it to your friends and rate and review wherever you listen to your podcast.